Ladles and jelly spoons. I call this meeting to order. Mine's a glass of fish and chips. <laughs> right. Oh, I've done that, haven't I? Probably. I'll do it again. Oh, yeah, there it is. In fact, I'm going to make this the permanent thing now. That's a credit card on a coaster, on a glass coaster. Hello, lovely listeners. Hello. If you're wondering what on earth you've tuned into, it is us. You know it's us. You know we start random. We're assuming. <laughs> we're assuming that you know who we are. You might not. If, if you don't... If you don't, I, this is a heck of an episode for was, you to start with. <laughs> I was going to say, if you don't, then we apologise. Uh, well, um, yeah, no. Better to ask for forgiveness than absolution, surely. Uh, better to ask for... Yeah, is that what it is? Better to ask for forgiveness than... than... Permission. Permission. That's it. The other yeah. word. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you get, basically, listeners, you're going to cop it anyway. Yeah. If you want to take a pause and go back and listen to some of the old stuff and get your head into it, if you're brand new with us, this is your pause right here. Did you take it? Great. I'm <laughs> Suzanne Martin. I'm a heathen with a head full of stuff. And my co-host is currently laughing. I am Kate. <laughs> I am not a heathen and I don't have anything in my head at all apart from Star Trek, Doctor Who... And a spot of Star Wars here and there. That's why I love you. Um, and that's basically it. That is, that's the whole sum of my expertise. And, yeah, if you've listened to us for a while, we've been doing this for six years. We haven't. Six We haven't. Years. Stop it. Six years. Stop it. One episode of Fortnite for six years. I have not been doing this for six years. I'm young. Break out the good chocolate biscuits. We have a party to celebrate. Oh. Lovely listeners, welcome around the virtual campfire for Frithcast. This is the random reel number six. Number six. This is our sixth random reel. Our sixth random reel. If you've listened to them before, you kind of know what to expect. If you haven't, the TLDR is these are all the really, really funny bits that we kept cut out of the episode, but we kept in a bucket full of scraps and fish bits. Yeah. And then we clammed them all together. And fish we bits and clams. Yeah, we kind of, nice. you know, got them all to join hands and stuck them on a recording. You're about to listen to it, Kate and I. Thank you very, very much for listening to Frithcast. However long you have been a lovely listener around the campfire, whether you've been with us for the full six years or whether you've listened through the back catalogue once, twice, three times, bless you, or whether you are brand new to us and you've just listened to a few episodes. In that case, there's a whole lot of good stuff out there for you to catch up on. Welcome around the virtual campfire. Kate and I hope you really enjoy this random reel. And from us to you, we hope you enjoy it very, very much. And also, I'm going to throw in, we also hope you have a thoroughly enjoyable uh, winter season. Uh, however you choose to mark or observe or celebrate that. Yeah. Uh, happy Yule. Uh, Merry Christmas. Uh, I can't go through all of them, can I? No, there's... It's going like, to take me weeks. Quite a number of winter festivals. Winterful! However, <laughs> however you are <laughs> celebrating at this time of the year, we hope that at some point you will come and join us around the virtual virtual campfire. The for kettle a, is always episode. on. And we hope to see you around the virtual campfire very soon for the next episode of Frithcast in the new year. Indeed. 
Bye. See you then. Yeah, so I'm hoping that my computer isn't making too much of a hissing noise in the background. I'll try and edit it out if it is, because the last thing we want is irritating noises all over your um, Frithcast episode. So I'll be going now. (laughs) The jokes they tell themselves. (laughs) They do, they certainly do. (laughs) Yes, in uh, in a rather creaky elderly voice. Oh dear. Given the age of that one, they're not. I'm not a good jokist. Jokist? Yeah. Comedrix? Comedyist. A comedy. A comedy. A commodus. A commodus. A comedy. Comedrix. Comedrix. Comedia. I'm not sure what it would be because it would be because it's Ian, so it would be Comedian. Comedianus would be a name, wouldn't it? That would be like a. That would be like a proper name, wouldn't it? You'd have like comediana. Can you turn it into a verb? Not in Latin, because I don't know how that works. Yeah. I could in Esperanto. Yeah. If I knew what the Esperanto for comedian was, probably comedia comediano. If yeah. I know Esperanto. And then basically to turn it into an adjective, you put an a on the end. So comediana would mean like unto comedy or like unto a comedian. But not um, actually being a comedian. But not actually being a comedian. No, to be a comedian, in in um, Esperanto, you usually add isto, uh, like, um, so somebody who, I don't know, somebody who drives a truck, right, would be, whatever the truck, whatever the Esperanto is for truck, like trucko, or something. It's basically, it's like the elves. <laughs> Shocko. Yeah, it's basically like the else. No, so let's say trucko, right? And the person who drives the trucko, right, is the truckisto. You see? Okay. The person who is like someone who drives a truck is truckista, which is an adjective. You see? So what does that make a barista? Oh, a barista is somebody who's like a somebody who is a bar who 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 works as a bar. Yeah, that doesn't work. Well, you'd have like baro would be bar baro. I don't know what the Esperanto is for bar either. No. But anyway, basically the point is, nouns end in o. A somebody who does a thing is an isto. Okay. If if you're old fashioned, you can draw a distinction if it's a woman who does something. Then she's a eno, enisto, and something that's like something an adjective is 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 has an a on the end, so it's like like duck, for example, mm. an anaso is the Esperanto for duck. Isn't that pineapple? No, that's ananaso. I knew it was close. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you have to be... Well, that's the thing. See, if you have, like, a duck, you've got anaso. If you have a pineapple duck, you've got an anaso ananasa or ananasa anaso. If you've got somebody who ducks for a living, then it's an ananasisto. Unless they're female, in which case they're an ananistino. But if they're like somebody, if they're like a female 
somebody who ducks for a living, then they would be an anana, anananista. They would be anananista. And if they were that person, they but they did it in that particular way, then they would be ananisto ananista. What about a pineapple who ducks for a living? Then that would be an a, an actual pineapple. An actual pineapple. That's difficult. Yeah? Yeah. Because I suppose then it would have to be... The fact that they duck for a living would be the adjective, wouldn't it? Yeah. Because they're, they're a pineapple plus this description. So it would have to be ananaso, ananisto... Ah, Ananista, unless they were... I don't know how Esperanto works. <laughs> Is there anywhere I can put this down on something soft? Uh, yeah, well, or just clear those bits of beads off there and there's that you, fabric on the Do corner. you mind? Because I don't want to stain the fabric or anything. No, if you stain it, I will cut that piece out specifically and use it. Okay. Because it will have a story behind it then. I thought you were going to say if I stain it, you'd cut me. No, dear. I There's thought, a lovely prehistoric, you know, like prehistoric, thought, the stone tools from the Neolithic. It's a bit gangster. Yeah, a bit, bit harsh. Mm. I will fong you. I'll fong you. <laughs> so that your insides are outside and your outsides are inside and pain. So much pain. Yeah. Sorry. There's a lovely stone axe from the stone age almost triangular in shape mm. and it's a stone tool and it's been chipped out of a piece of stone that has an ammonite fossil okay on it and they've kept the fossil in the tool when they've finished carving the tool they've kept the fossil on on the tool itself and the only reason you do that is for aesthetics okay. well all right, it isn't the only reason i'm not going to think like they do but the reason we understand that they did that was for aesthetics. Yeah. To to take a piece of unique decoration and create a tool around it. So you ended up with this stone tool with an ammonite in it. It doesn't seem it doesn't seem a completely unreasonable assumption. I mean, yes, you want to avoid modern thinking trying to sort of impose modern thinking on ancient peoples. I understand that. Yes. But at the same time, they're also still human. They are. And they're making things that look pretty. I don't think there's any reason... I don't think there's any good reason to assume that that, that, that they didn't do it just because it looked pretty. Mm. You know? I mean, we pick up a piece of jewellery from, I don't know, the ancient Mesopotamians. <gasps> the royal headdress from Ur. The royal oh headdress from Ur. The goat in the thicket. It's gorgeous. And are you telling me that somebody'd put all that work in to make that thing without the intent that somebody else would look at it and go, that looks awesome? Yeah, the goat in the thicket is this... It's a beautiful piece of statuary. It really is. It's quite gorgeously done. It's very delicate which is odd for a goat, but it's a very delicate piece. And it's, it's, quite, delicate. it's quite tall. Hmm. And tall. And the the royal the the royal headdress that they took um they had to unfold it because of course it was crushed when they picked it out. Yeah. 
but they've reconstructed it and it's this most spectacular piece of bling mm -hmm. it's not just like a coronet or a diadem or tiara that you can't wear after you know can't wear before six o'clock it's this <laughs> it's this utterly outrageous just kind of bling and then some massive thing that you can imagine somebody wearing so is it reasonable to make the assumption that that particular item was designed to look pretty it was so designed to look pretty. Or it looks spectacular. When I say when I say pretty, it was designed to 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 look aesthetically impressive. Let's aesthetically say. pleasing. Yes. Yeah. So if we can go back to and that was oh that was what three thousand BC. Yeah, like further? Mesopotamia. Yeah. So we go all the way back there, and we can make the assumption that was made to look pretty, or that was made to look. But then we go back to the Neolithic period, for example, and we find ourselves going, mm, we'd better not assume that they did that in order to make it look look good. Yeah. It's like, well, where's the line between, between where we can, or what is, the, what is the degree of technology that we need to see? That's functional to aesthetic. Where we can <laughs> safely say, that was for aesthetic purposes, and before that, we can't we can't make that assumption. Well, sweeties, it comes down to the age-old question: style, style or, or substance? substance? <laughs> <laughs> la 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 la. la. <laughs> <laughs> lyrics. People don't read lyrics anymore. No? No, people just write music now. And it 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 does meaningful things without lyrics. It's all these um it's all these these uh what do you call them these these edgy new performers. I you um oh god what's his name? Like Beethoven, Mozart, Mendelssohn and Motorhead, and Motor Mendelssohn and Motorhead, <laughs> exactly. Well, it's not a new thing. What Motorhead? No, no, this is true. no, no. Like having songs that don't have that many lyrics that are incredibly popular. This is true. You think. In the 80s, the early 80s, when you had Robin of Sherwood on the telly, the, the theme tune to that had four words in the lyrics and it went to number one in the UK. It did. It did. It did, courtesy of Clannad. <clears throat> yeah. Singing. And an awful lot of, like, reverb. Robin, the hooded man. And that was it. That was their whole lyrics. That's basically all there was. Yeah. Yeah. It just goes to show that if you are, you know, if you hit the right moment, if you hit the right time, the right um, niche, 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 you don't need any of this lyrical stuff at all. No. Apparently no. not. Podbean.
Podbean. Podbean. Podbean. Loki, the used car salesman. Loki, the used. Yeah, well, you know. There's gonna be. Um. Would you buy? A used car from a this man. A used spaceship from this man. Would you buy a used altar from... No, that actually sounds worse. That does sound bad. <laughs> I don't think we can call it that. A very badly used altar. <laughs> I don't think we can name it that. Even we can't name it that. We have limits. No. Otter than not. Um, um, Some um, like it otter. Some like it otter. <laughs> <laughs> it's yes. I can't think of anything. I can't think of anything other than that. I mean, it's, it's obvious things like an otter's ransom, or you know that kind of thing. Yeah, a that's king, what it tends to get called. A king's ransom, a ring's ransom, ransom for a ring, requiem for a dream. Requiem for an otter. <laughs> yeah, that works too, actually. <laughs> that works too. Okay, so, ooh, that's a, yes, wow, that's a much more prominent waveform. That makes me, that makes me think it's really picking me up. You know, good and properly picking me up, which is a good thing. Don't look at me like that. At least I'm not talking about rubber bushings at the moment. No. Thank goodness for small mercies. Yeah. They are a small mercy as well, rubber bushings. Did not need to know that. <laughs> They're the thing. If if your if your car is mate is is not working right and you can't find anything else wrong with it, guaranteed it's gonna be one of those little back, those little bushings. Well saved. Thank you. I thought so. Mm. Skill skillful professionalism there. Yeah. At all times. <laughs> I just kept going like that until I ran out of things to close. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> right. Go get Hamlet back. Hammy. Mmm. Emleth, Prince of Simba. We'll have the second good quarto because the other versions are weird. It's Shakespeare. Most of the versions are weird. Oh, no. The first quarto from 1603. Yeah. Goes, to be or not to be, aye, there's the point. To die, to sleep, is that all? Aye, all. No, to sleep, to dream, aye, marry, there it goes. For in that dream of death, when we awake and born before an everlasting judge, from whence no passenger ever returned, the undiscovered country is at whose sight the happy smile and the accursed damned, but for this, the joyful hope of this, who'd, who'd bear the scorns and flattery of the world, scorned by the right rich, the rich cursed of the poor, the wizard be... The wizard? <laughs> Where did the wizard come from? The widow, the, the widow being oppressed, the orphan wronged, the taste of hunger or a tyrant's reign, and a thousand more calamities besides, to grunt and sweat under this weary life when blah, 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 blah. 
That sounds a bit different. Completely different. Did we go for a bit of a Lucas rewrite? There was there were so many rewrites. And the trouble is you've ended up with several different versions in several different places and nobody really knows which he could have like written the really long version and then cut it down or whether yeah. he wrote the short versions and expanded them up or whether it's not even that simple yeah and this one this one's got f f's in it for all the s's <laughs> yeah 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 this is the a pref a wrong the proud man's contumely the pangs of def defised lower because it's a U and a V, and mm. they're the same. The laws delay the influence of office and burns that patient merit of the Vunworthy takes. Because V's and U's are the same. Oh, yeah. Okay. Vunworthy. When he himself might his quietus make with a bare bodkin. We're still keeping that bare bodkin line, then. Keeping the bodkin and we're keeping the fardels. Got to keep the fardels. Fardels are very important. You have to keep the fardels. You must keep the fardels. You must keep them. You must have them. You must have them. Right, so I'm going to take that one. No, I'm not. That's the first quarter. That can shove itself right up its arse. Because he hadn't worked out how to be Shakespeare at that point. Some of the versions are, are actually thought to be knockoffs. By other people. <clears throat> With fardels. Still got fardels? You've always got the fardels. I don't know, maybe you got, like, the equivalent of somebody going to the play... With like ten mates and them each having to remember different sections so they can go and write their own knockoff version of it and perform it down the street. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Hmm. Um. I'll lose everything from when Ophelia comes in because she's not. She's doing Ophelia things. She's doing Ophelia things. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, Ophelia. Yeah. Ophelia. <laughs> Ophelia. Oh, that's bad. How long have you been saving that one up? <laughs> Too long. That was terrible. Too long. Too long. Did you put any ingredient in my coffee? No, I did not. I'm going to put some ingredient in my I coffee. I was going to say, do you want some? Because right now you're on the border of hysterical madness. Yes, which is why I need some ingredient. I thought that might not have been your best idea. I have never had <clears throat> a not the best idea. Yeah, that's a point. Um, questionable. Sorry? Questionable. Some have been questionable, I will admit. Um, others have been questions that... By God, that's hot. Well, yeah, we've just made them. I'm sorry, but if we're do if we're doing this this subject matter, I need some ingredient in me coffee. <laughs> Come on then. <clears throat> I've got to take a steady approach. I've got to take a steady approach. Because I've got <clears throat> the yawns now, obviously. Yeah, I need to. <sighs> nah, 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 nah. <clears throat> 
suck the toffee lemon, as the people in the theatre used to say. Is that what they used to say? To get yourself, like, ready to start speaking lines. You used to suck a lemon and chew a toffee. And, um, uh, and it used to just get all your muscles warmed up around your face so that you could go and do huge lines of script without, like, you know, pulling a muscle or it being slightly too slow or... But I haven't got a lemon. You haven't got any toffee either. Or a toffee, for that matter. Well, that that's where the acting part would come in and you'd just act like you were sucking on a lemon or chewing a toffee. It's almost as if acting is like a skill. It is. Mm. Mm. You know. Especially when it comes to non-existent lemons. Something you have to actually learn to do. You do. Um. Anyway, okay, hang on. Because <sighs> I remember facts and that. Mm. So I remember that it's called the Lighty Up Waterfall of Lighty Upness. There's a fly in the room. There is. That's going to get picked up. <laughs> I suppose there's no point trying to chase it out, is there? No, it's a fly. I could try opening the window a bit. You could. And see if the little... Bugger? Yes, it did. How about that? Yeah, they go towards the light. Yeah. That was useful. That was very handy, that. Of course, now we'll find that there's another one. I have absolutely no doubt. Right, what can I put my phone on that it will be relatively untroubled by extraneous noise? There's some extraneous noise for you. And a bit more. And a bit more, and now I can't reach my coffee. Mm. It isn't coffee anyway, it's... Unless it's, it's not coffee. It's a camomile infusion. A camomile? A camomile infusion. Oh, well. That's, uh, that's what we're going for tonight. Well, one moment, let me just camomile my infusion. I need to camomile a button. That's all right. Also, hang on, I can't camomile a button until I figured out what episode we're doing first. Oh, that's a good idea. It's not in British. It's 130 something. It is. That only gives us nine choices. Uh, 133. So 134. 134 we're doing today. Mm. Okay. Doesn't it give us 10 choices? I mean, 130 is an option as well, isn't it? It is, but I know we're past that one. Fair enough. So we're on 134. There's a checkbook over there. There is. Why do we own a checkbook? Oh. I can't remember the last time I wrote a check. I can remember lots of places telling me they no longer took checks. Yeah. Anyway, never mind. I can remember going shopping and going out with my family and the, the fact that you could cash a check at the bank, but you could only cash one a day. Really? So you could write a cheque to the bank and they would give you cash for it because they didn't have, you didn't have cash cards back then. You had a passbook. There weren't any like ATMs or anything, no. so you'd have to go in and... You have to go into the bank and write yourself a, a, a cheque to get money. But then they didn't cash the cheque for like a week, so just before payday, like the week and two weeks before payday in retail... You knew about it because everybody was paying with cheques. Ugh. Because they took seven days to clear. So the week before payday, you could pay cash a cheque at the bank and they would 
put a little hole in the there was like a little dates grid at the back of the book. Okay. And they would put a little hole in that day so you couldn't cash more than one in a day. Oh they, my. So they'd marked it. Oh my crikey. Oh dearie me. Did I say one three what did I say one three something? I think you said one three four. Crap. Look again. Pretty Hang sure you said one three four. And then I got distracted with checks. And the thing that the the thing I was thinking is see I was thinking of Yeah, one three four. Do you remember the when you used to pay with a, a credit card for something? Yeah. Or and a, you put that um, carbon paper on a little... Yeah. And you had to and write had to on it. And to put it on that thing and go like... Yeah. And clunk, then they, clunk. Yeah, you either wrote on the slips and had to press hard enough for it to go through all four copies. Yeah. Or you ended up on one of those machines where you put your card in and put the slip over the top. Yeah. And rolled it backwards and forwards and it indented the card details onto your slip for you. Yeah. Yeah, I remember those. Oh. Oh, the good old days. Well, the old days. The old days, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it wasn't, admittedly, it wasn't quite as easy as just like holding your phone next to the thing for a second. And going blip. Boop. Paid. Gone. Yeah. That's a little bit easier. Put your credit card in your back pocket and put your butt on the scanner, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Boink. <laughs> but, um, yeah. But, I mean, it's... I don't know. It's, is it a good thing? Is it not a good thing? I don't know. Who knows these days? Who knows what's good and what's not? Yeah. Yeah, it's your fault you yawned first. Did I? Yeah. <laughs> It's my fault you're yawning. Yeah, that's how it works. Ah. Ah. See, that didn't make you yawn. No, because that wasn't yawning. That was just going. Ah. That okay. was like that was like Una going around the around the fountain ah. in the garden going. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Ah. I need some of that stuff, whatever it was she had. No, no, you don't. Do I not? Uh-uh. Uh. It's not a good idea. It's handy if you're going to be the figurehead of a ship, though. It is. Ah! <laughs> but I'm not going to be the figurehead of a ship. There it is! Oh, my God. In fact, I'm not going to be the figurehead of anything. No? I don't think so. I thought about it for a while. I thought, you know... When I was younger mm. and enthusiastic, I used to think, oh, I'll be the figurehead of something one day, you know. Mm. But then I'm like, no, nah. I mean, I don't know how much paperwork figureheads have to do. Probably quite a bit. I can imagine the admin's just a bit of a kicker, really. Yeah. And it can't all be fun. No. It can't all be just, you know, cutting through the, through the ocean foam. And the spray going, ah, I keep doing that. Yeah. I do, they don't all do that. I know. It's yeah. only the ones that are um, dank Marian princesses on drugs. Yeah. Mm. Just those. I like the fact that it shows the um, separatists, at least, you know, some, some of them. Because you 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 realise that in actual fact, 
it's, well, it's like they were saying in that episode. It's like it, it You've only isn't. You've seen the generals of the army. Yeah, it isn't just a goodies versus baddies thing. No, the separatists believe the republic is corrupt. Okay, I'm not sure what the the reasoning is for that, but it's you know if that's the the argument they're saying, well, we we don't want to be part of the republic anymore. We want to be off, be off doing our own thing. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Um, and you have. When you actually look at it, you think, okay, well, the Republic, Republic are obviously good because the Jedi are on their side. Yeah. Um, but in theory, the Jedi aren't supposed to be on anybody's side. They're supposed to be peacekeepers. They're supposed to be neutral. Yeah. Um, they're very clearly not neutral in this. Well, exactly. They're all they've they've all been made generals in the in 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 the army. So yeah. they're all sort of out in leading. The Republic army. Yeah. So they're yeah. all out leading clone 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 legions and things. Mm. But what I like is the fact that if you look at the two sides, you've got. I mean, clearly the separatists are the bad guys. Yeah. Because they're all plotting and scheming and, and yeah. da, da, da. kidnapping, assassinations. Yeah. yeah. And they're and they're led by Count Dooku, who's a Sith Lord, so therefore um, you know, Darth Tyrannus, so therefore they are obviously bad. Yeah. Unlike the Republic, who are you know, plotting and scheming and and mm. doing all, all 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 that sort of stuff, and they are um, led by Chancellor Palpatine, who is a Sith Lord. Yes, which I find hilariously funny. Who is coordinating with Count Dooku yeah. to do the t- and, and to it, make sure that things don't work. Yeah, Genius. and and it's like yeah, you and you and you look at it and you you think you realize you you just. Actually, there is no good goody and baddie no. at all. No, it's no. They're all they're all shades of grey. Yeah, um, and the force is balanced equally throughout. It's it's the thing about yeah. The I mean, the force is is um, there's not that much mention of it really, is there, in the series? No, there's a whole kind of... The last episode of Shoka was starting to get visions. Yes. Develop those. Yes, and she did um, loft her Pantoran mate. Yes, and hold her up against the ceiling. Held, held to... her up at the ceiling to keep her out of the way of the... Uh... But yeah, this, this thing I was reading yesterday about how they... Um, uh, they propagandized and this is palpatine on the republic side yes was propagandizing the 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 clone troopers because um, the jedi didn't want to be the face of it and individuals and meanwhile the the the, the separatists are going hang on no we're the humane ones because we only use clones because we're only using droids yeah you're actually breeding a whole basically a whole race of people and you're not allowing them to be individuals and live. And, yeah, you're yeah. not giving them the rights of, of of free people. You're just breeding this 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 community of 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 actual you know human beings. Yeah, whose only purpose in your society is to fight for you. We're far more humane than that. We use battle droids. They're yeah. just machines. It doesn't. 
you know, although, you know, ask them. Yeah. <laughs> Roger, Roger. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> I tell you, so I watched The Phantom Menace and I thought they were stupid as hell. And now? But now I'm watching, Clo- now I'm watching Clone Wars and I'm thinking, I, I really like these little guys. <laughs> oh, I think no. they're awesome. Clunk. Anyway, we can't just keep talking about Star Wars, can we? Yeah, we can. Can we? <laughs> okay, because I'm not normally a Star Warsy sort of person. Normally, normally I'm more into me, no, more, more into me Trek. To yeah, be you honest, see, I but... don't mind a bit of both, to be honest. Oh, I'm fond of them both, definitely. I'm, no, I'm no... good with both, and I'm good with a whole load of other kind of nerdy stuff. So you know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's definitely no, there's no hint of 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 oh, you can't like. Star Star Wars because you because you like Star Trek, I'm I've never been into that. I I love both of them, um. But I've been I've been what I mean is I've been on a, a on much more of a Star Trek kick of late, and just getting started watching Clone Wars, I'm I'm suddenly finding myself getting Actually, really into it. Yeah. And I but I have been neglecting Doctor Who. Although that's partially because because of, of not having a TV license. I might have something to do with it. Yeah. Have to wait for it to come out on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Basically, hey ho. Anyway, right. If I put that there, because mm-hmm. I don't, I still don't know quite where the microphones are. But I think there's one at each end because it's got like an interview setting. No, oh, okay. So just record two speakers from two directions. Yeah, so it's like you can put the phone in, in on the table in between you mm-hmm. and have your have your interview. You know, this interview is being tape recorded. Recorded, I should say. Digitally recorded. The time is now such and such. The time is now such and such. With me in the room are. are. You do not have to to say say anything, anything, but it may harm your defence. If you do not mention when questioned, something Something which you relate to rely on in court. Anything you do say will be maybe given in evidence. Yeah. I mean, we could start the episode like that. Scare the pants off. It's not exactly welcoming around the virtual campfire, is it? No, but... Well, welcome to the virtual interview room. Welcome to the virtual interview room. <laughs> does, the, does the virtual campfire, does the virtual clearing have a police station as well now? <laughs> oh, no. Might have a police stump somewhere. Yeah. Not necessarily a whole station. I mean... Hedgehog security are branching out. That was bad. How long have you been holding on to that one? Well, no, branching. That, that would be squirrels. These are hedgehogs. Hedgehogs yeah. don't branch. Hedgehogs don't branch. No. They've got like, they're a whole kind of covered in thorns critter though, aren't they? They are kind of, they are on a, on, on a spiny basis, yeah. Spiny Norman! Oh no. Spiny Norman. Spiny Norman. Oh, we can't have Spiny Norman. He's, he's, he's famous, he is. <clears throat> well, yes. He was the um, he was the hedgehog that was that was tormenting somebody in a Monty Python sketch once. I think it was Monty Python. Might not have been. Now I think about it. Anyway, Spiny Norman. Hmm. But I don't know. Maybe he's retired from tormenting people and come to live in the virtual clearing. I don't know. Lovely listeners, you might have gathered that. Pretty much anything that happens late night around a campfire is likely to happen around the the virtual campfire at any point during your day. Yeah, pretty much. Including visits from Spiny Norman. And those random kind of conversations that you only get 
late night around a campfire. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we we don't have we don't have a police station. No. In the in the in the virtual clearing, we have. We don't even have chairs in the virtual clearing. We, have... we can't afford a whole police station. We have logs. We have logs. We have logs. You can sit on, but they're not exactly a chair. Don't police stations keep logs? Well, they have log numbers, don't they? Yeah. You know. I guess. So they are. We'll just count the logs. We'll say right. That's one. Hang on. Hang on. Let me get right. One, two, three. That one. Six. Seven. Five. So now all the logs have proper serial numbers, apart from that one. So we've always had trouble with that one. And it, but the problem is because that one, because that one exists in several realms simultaneously. Yeah. So it's like here and not here. It's kind of a, it's kind of like, kind of a sort of quantum superposition log thing. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta watch for those. And it's alright to sit on. Yeah. It's not gonna do you any harm except might end up in a different realm when you do. No, no, it won't do that, but what it will do is it might just you might just end up sitting on your ass on the floor. Bit embarrassing if a log's gonna materialise on your lap though. Yeah, true. You know. You're right. You just sat there all chilling out with your cup of brew and your biscuit tin and somewhere around your feet and suddenly there's a log on your lap yeah it is awkward yeah but it's not insurmountable is what i'm saying a bit disconcerting is all i'm going with mm. yeah we'd rather have proper concerts yeah everybody needs to be properly concerted concertinaed concertinaed no <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway I do believe it's Frithcast time. It is. What time is it? It's Frithcast time. Are we sitting comfortably? Mostly. Then we'll Apart begin. From them on that funny log. Them on what? Them on that funny, well, on, yeah, they're funny log. They're comfortable enough. They will be. It's just... When the log rearranges itself yeah. and comes back. It's all good. Which is my voice recorder now because... It always has... Does it record on both mics this way? Uh-uh. I don't know. But I can never remember which is my voice recorder because it's blue now and it used to be red. Mine's still red. Is How it? Yeah, but blue? mine's a different one. I use the same one. Oh, okay. So it's a different app. But that's why it's blue instead of red. do <laughs> That one. I'll die in Aberdeen. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, was it Milton Keynes? No, Milton it Keynes is not Aberdeen. It wasn't Milton Keynes. There's a bit of a difference between the two. One of them's got lots of roundabouts, and one of them's got lots of hogmanay. I think it might. Well, yes. Mm. Milton Keynes has roundabouts. Yes. Aberdeen has. All of them that we couldn't fit anywhere <laughs> we need, you know. They are the Anywhere repository the for roundabouts is Milton Keynes. It's the country's roundabout storage facility. It is. Anytime yeah. they need a roundabout, they can go and take one from Milton Keynes and put it where they need it to be. And when they take one out, they just put it in Milton Keynes. 
Well, when they take one out of Milton Keynes, the road system does that thing. You know, like when you see, like, um, I when like you the, you you shoot a, a hole in the like the Terminator T one thousand. I'm just gonna shoot or the Borg cube mm. or something, and it just starts going <laughs> and knitting itself back together again. And it's what happens with roundabouts. Everything splices back. That's what happens in Milton Keynes when you remove a roundabout. It is. That's the You've got to be really really careful. You cut the roundabout out, you fold it up, you put it in a special box for transport, and you've got to be really careful that you don't get your boot caught in the road as it's mending, because otherwise you're never getting you, that you sucker st- out. You're stumped. You're not... Well, literally. Literally stumped. Literally stumped. Yeah. Because your boot's in the tarmac. Yeah. In fact, speaking of stumps, I mean, that is literally where the roundabouts all come from. They're basically not holes. Mm. Oh. So you see, Milton Keynes, in its natural state... Is covered in like huge branches. There's like branches. There's branches sticking out of it. Wow. And where the branches are, are rooted to the to the main body of the city, right? That's where the roundabouts are. And then what they do is the council every 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 month or so, they'll come along, and they'll chop off the new growth. Polarized right? roundabouts. Yeah. Yeah. And it'll just leave the roundabout in the middle. Right. And then Maybe what they'll do, they do grow. is they kind of cut no round problem it. With space anymore, we let a few of those grow and just build up them. That's true. We could convert them into space elevators. I don't You'd know they're going to be that big, but you know, certainly like you know, elven tower blocks with trees yeah. that you sing into shape. I don't know. I don't know. I was quite liking the idea of a of, of, a, of a, a Milton Keynes branch being made into an into a space elevator. But the problem is, you'd have to get them very smooth. Otherwise, you wouldn't be able to get. The, the elevator cars to run up and down them? If your elevator cars are really, really big squirrels. Plausible. You don't need the problem of the knotty branches. They'll just go up them anyway. That's true. Yeah. Train some massive, massive squirrels. Put, like, big backpacks on them. Yeah. I mean, if it was a normal-sized squirrel, it'd be a really little backpack. It would. But we're talking massive, massive squirrels. Yeah. Right? So they can get like their their arms and legs almost like round the whole side of a roundabout. Mm. So they'd have to be big, big floofy things, right? Yeah. So you get them a huge big backpack and you put the cargo in there or the passengers. You know, you'd have you might have to come up you might have to build some kind of structure inside for the passengers because otherwise they'd just be sort of like rolling around in the bottom and screaming. I know if you use Niner in normal conversation, people look. Uh, people always think you, you're saying Nino. Yes, I can see how that would be a mistake. And it's like I'm not saying Nino because O O isn't a number. O is a letter. Zero is a number. Yes. But O isn't. No. Although when you repeat phone numbers, you tend to use an O. I have to admit, I do on the first one. Because British phone numbers, if you're dialing within the country, British phone numbers all start with a zero. Yes. Um, And mobile phone numbers all start zero seven. Yes. So I will usually, I will quite often find myself saying oh seven. That's what I do. Da, da, da. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if there's any other zeros in the number, they'll get a zero. It's just that first one that gets an O. Mm. And that's only sometimes. Most of the time I'll still say zero seven. Because I'm fussy. (laughs) 
and pedantic. <laughs> and other words meaning pedantic. My inner thesaurus failed me there. Irritating, I suppose, would be one. Yes. <laughs> I find a suitable log around the virtual campfire. And I lounge on it. Well, yes. You know, it's the way I've always tended to do these things. But I find that it makes lots of, like, hang on, noise. Hang on, clanky noise. This is authentic sound of woodland log. It's not. It's the authentic sound of the little pile of brass bells we've currently got on our coffee table. Yeah, all right. But I was trying to. I was. I was trying to keep our environment in character. You know. We could have a little pile of brass bells on a log. I on, mean, on a coffee table in the virtual campfire. Yeah. Why should there not be a coffee table next to the virtual campfire? We've got a submarine dock. We can have a coffee table. That's true. And that spaceship I've not flown in. Yeah. Months at least. Months and months. It's it's been since I last. You might find somebody spaceship. scratched a half and taffle board into one of the legs on the outside. I couldn't possibly tell you who that was. That's shocking. I know. That's absolutely shocking. It is if I lose. Why you're not gonna lose against me. <laughs> no. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> I don't know. Might be some very unique wind conditions. <laughs> I am bad at taffle. I'm equally surprisingly bad at taffle. I can do chess sometimes. Um, I can kind of. I I occasionally have I have um I have a chess game on the computer where you can play against the against the computer, mm. and it has various. Uh, difficulty levels. It even keeps track of your ELO. My electric light orchestra. Apparently. Hey, Mr. Blue, we're so pleased to be with you. Look see what you do. Everybody smiles at you. You see, I'd sing along, but I don't know it. That's easy, because the next bit's just bars. Bars? ba 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 da ba I still need to know what the tune is. Da, 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 da. That one. That's I can't the just tune. sit here going ba 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 because I just sound like a, a malfunctioning <laughs> electric sheep of which androids may or may not dream. Mm. Um. But, yes, no, it's not uh, Electric Light Orchestra. It's some sort of um, skill in chess measure. Huh. And it's, I'm, I'm fairly sure that in terms of the game, although the game is a, you know, it's a, it's a serious chess game, you know. Of course. But I don't think it actually counts. So, for example, if I start out, you know, if I end up with an ELO of blah, 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 I don't think I could, you know, fetch up at the next Grandmasters Championship tournament or wherever and go, no. hey, let me in. I've got an ELO of blah, 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 off this computer game here. They want you to go against real people <clears throat> without something up your butt giving you the answers. Yes. No. I heard about that 
I didn't ever want to hear about that. I, yes. That was wrong. That, that's a, that's a scenario I never, I never imagined. I mean, if somebody said to me, what, I mean, I've seen chess. Yes. Right? I've, I've, I don't mean the game. I mean the musical. Oh, right. Okay. I've yes. seen how drama chess can be. I yes. haven't seen, oh, uh, what's the, the name of the, the, the TV show? Um, Queen's Gambit? Yes. Yeah? Queen's Gambit film. Queen's Gambit. Film. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen Queen's Gambit. Um, I'm told it's very good. Mm. Uh, must watch it at some point. N not got around to it yet. But I have seen chess, so I know how drama and controversy chess can be. Right? In the musical. I mean, it was mostly because of all the spy goings on that yeah, was the was thing. But More spies, less chess. Yeah, largely. Chess was a vehicle which is strange for something that doesn't have any pieces with wheels. Indeed. Yeah. Good songs, though. They don't even have their towers. Don't does the siege towers don't have wheels? No. 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 How are you going to move them? Rooks. Yeah. And and I there. That's from an Arab Arabic Persian term, Shahrukh, with K H on the end. Yeah. And I can't I can't think what it means now off the top of my head. But in any really case, big castle that big you ca don't have any. Probably Big tower I thing. I don't know. It's got no wheels on, so it can't be a siege engine. I mean, Shah means king, doesn't it? I don't know. Or something equivalent. Uh -uh. I don't know. I don't know. Let's let's let let me let me stop trying to play around with languages that I don't speak because I don't want to. This way, disaster lies. This way, disaster lies. Um, or at least insensitivity, and we'd rather not. Yeah. Um, all I'll say is. Um, yeah, even having watched Chess, which is a very good musical, good songs, um, particularly like uh, Anthem, which is on the end of the, the, the last song on the first CD. Very, very good indeed. I had Chess on CD, I'm sorry. I know, I know you do like MP3s. I had Battle Chess. Streaming music. Battle Chess was so cool. It was like the pictures, you know, the, the pieces just kind of turned alive and nonged each other. Yeah. Or dropped each other down fiery pits or into holes or kicked them off the ball. I love that. Yeah, it was great. It was like you were playing chess, but it felt like the hologram yeah. game in Star Wars. And I know that's got a name, but I can't be bothered to be enough of a fan to remember what it is. No. And then I got to see a real chessboard and I got very disappointed because they didn't do it. They didn't do it. No. It's a shame. I was just, I was so ready for, you know, the queen to just, Make a magic hole appear under somebody, and the piece run to the next by board, and she'd still zap them. Yeah, it would try and run and evade her, and you'd just go no, and zappage. Yeah, it's like a love that. It was like a sort of cross between um, uh, just your standard chess and the computer computer version of Blood Bowl. They were known as elephants, weren't they originally? Elephants. Rooks. The rooks, possibly. It was an elephant, a piece like an elephant with a tower on top of it. I could possibly say. Like a yeah, little yeah. kind of, I don't know. The pieces I remember seeing had like a little stone tower on the back, but it could be like an archery tower, I guess. And Yeah, because, I mean, the... That would mean you're only firing in straight lines, which would make a lot more sense than putting wheels on an elephant. Armies, yeah, indeed. Roller skates. Uh, roller skates. Really, really, really big squirrel. <laughs> Upside down squirrel. 
Say that again? Yeah. Um the um the the because obviously when you're you know if if you I know it was uh, chess has uh, a lot of influences if not its roots in um the sort of uh the the kind of I don't know how you would describe it. It's not the Middle East. It's not the Far East. It's the Near East. I mean, it's it's yeah, it's sort of sort of India and places like that, as they were back in the mm. back in the day. Um, and they would use they had elephants knocking around. They would use elephants in battle because why would you not? Hey, free tank. Yeah, you know. Um, so yeah, you'd mount your. You'd build your, your sort of little fortress on the back of your elephant and use that to shoot arrows from. The elephant and dragon broken. Did it? They do. Do they? Carry on. Okay. Anybody who knows Dutch right now is probably going, what did I just hear increasing up laughing? But go ahead. Okay. And lazen de Krant. Anyway, ultimately, the... P- pardon? <laughs> Never All mind. right, fine. <laughs> Anyway, ultimately, the only point I really wanted to make about chess was that I never thought I would see on news a kerfuffle about cheating in the world of of high-grade, proper tournament chess Mm. involving... A radio receiver up somebody's butt. I was going to say vibratory insertions. Same thing. By radio. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you should make this move, and here's the code. I mean, how do you... I'm glad it wasn't poker, because there's no way you're keeping a poker face. You're just not. Your <laughs> eyebrows just going to get... You know, Roger Moore's eyebrows are going to have nothing on your eyebrows in that. Your, your tells are going to be all over the place. Tells. Oh, my God. Hey, I've got the tells of everybody at the table apart from the new guy, and he is everywhere right now. <laughs> I'm not you... even sure. I know he's signalling something, but I don't know what it is. I've never seen that before. Well, no. No, you haven't. What's he got up his sleeve? That's not the issue. No. No, it's not. <laughs> I mean, each to their own. Yes. Obviously. no. Also, No. It's the cheating. Yes. That's the issue here. It is. And it's it's the it's the fact that you know it's the cheating via that method. Well, which yeah. surprised me, let's say. I don't think you were the only one. I'm fairly <laughs> sure there were probably points where he looked quite surprised as well. <laughs> Born to King Paul. Ah! It's the only opening move I know. <laughs> One of the wee little guys moves forward. Job done. There's um there's a sequence in Red Dwarf, one of the very early episodes, and uh, <clears throat> they get a um a mail pod that's been sent from Earth. Mm. Bearing in mind that the when when the the series started the red dwarf with its crew of 169 at that at the time later mm-hmm. in the later in in later seasons they expanded it to say it used to have a crew of like thousands but because it was like a six mile long 
mm. mining ship. But in the well, 169 people in six miles, you're never going to see anybody for months. Well, no, exactly. Um, you have to walk half the length of the ship just to get your lunch. What? Yeah. But they had um, in the in the in a very early episode, they they'd obviously been zoomed off when the, there was this terrible catastrophe, wiped out all of the crew bar one of them and uh, and and um the ship the computer ship's computer zooms it off out into deep space three million years later it re- revives this one survivor um and there's um uh he's got a he's got a mate with him who's a like an artificially generated hologram of one of the dead crew and there's somebody else who i mean people have probably seen red dwarf but if you haven't and there's another character who's a guy, a humanoid guy, who's descended from a cat that mm. used to live in the, in the, in the, in the cargo board. hold. Yeah. yeah. And um, <clears throat> but at one point, the the mail pod arrives, and the and basically Earth was sending out mail pods to Red Dwarf, which was supposed to be tootling around the moons of Jupiter, mm. doing my asteroid mining. Um, but of course, now it's off three million years out into deep space. Um, this mail pod eventually catches up, and it's got all sorts of messages for for the crew, most of which just get disregarded because most of the crew are dead. But they find some for them themselves, and and one of them is a message for Holly, the shipboard computer, mm. and it's Gordon. Um, and Gordon is the ship's computer and they these are all the ship's computers all seem to be like balding middle-aged men for some reason oh dear. um okay and he's um so holly says oh it's, it's it's gordon we were in the middle of a postal chess game or we 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 were playing postal chess and gordon says hey oh paul how goes it um just sending you the latest um Moving our chess game. Um, and my move, right, is pawn, right? That's the little knobbly ones down the front. Pawn to king four. Anyway, uh, hope to hear back from you soon. See y'all. And then there's this pause. And these. I just wish this thing off then. <laughs> And then disappears. So they say, oh, I was, um, yeah, I was. So they say, you were playing postal chess with this guy, and Holly says, yeah, yeah, he's the he's the sh- he's the ship's computer aboard the. I have the name Scott Fitzgerald in my head for some reason, but uh, some other ship. And he says he's got he's got an IQ of like seven thousand. He says chance to lock horns with an intellect of that magnitude, I'd be a fool not to. So Lister says to him, who's winning? And Holly says, well, he is, really. That was the first move. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, that's the Red Dwarf story. Music, music, music. Music, music, music. Music, music, music. Music. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. You see, you're gonna have to, you're gonna start, we're gonna start doing the singing.
Yeah. With the you're gonna start up with Nature Boy and then I don't know. That's that thing has been stuck in our heads now for months. Yeah, it has. And it just won't go away. That no. it's just a cat drinking out of a spoon. It is. But there's trombones in it, and then there's words, and it won't leave. It won't leave. No. And then there's it's awesome the people singing. Earworm. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I think music's probably finished by now. Yeah. So right. So okay. There's coffee in the sort of thermos thing. We got a thermos thing. I would assume so. Yeah, I've got a kettle. Yeah, we've got thing. we've got um, there's like a, what do you call them things? They're like they're like a big vat with a tap on them. A burko. A burko. We're not going to pass one of those round. No, we're not going to pass it round. But is I'm on, saying, I, what is it on wheels? On, what a, I'm, on a lead? What are we doing with this what, thing? What I'm trying to do, right, is minimise the people having to get up from the warm fireside, right, and go over there, yeah, and get coffee. We could just, you know, I'm sure coffee will make its way to us. I'm just, that's what I'm saying. If you, know, you walk some, long some... enough and far enough, the coffee comes to you. Yeah. You know? That's what I'm saying. It's just, you know, maybe there's maybe there's thermoses that can be going around. Yeah, we can do that. And and, 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 and things. Um other 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 vacuum based Vacuum packed um, dehydrated temp- drinks are available. Temperature sustaining uh, <laughs> containers, containers are probably available. I'm trying now. to work. Thermos is a, <laughs> thermos is a trademark. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I see and we always going. say it's like one. It's one of those ones where they probably come at you because I don't know this because I don't know how litigious they are. But <laughs> I can't imagine you know, people make flasks that are very litigious. I you, no, but you know, you get people. Pe- companies get very upset about the genericization of their trademarks. You know, that was a really big word. Yeah, but it, but this is this is the thing they don't like it. You know, you say you say I'm trying to think of it. Yeah, you say I'm going to like Hoover the floor. Yeah, I don't but you're not using a Hoover. No, you're using a what? Well, one of them little Henry things or something. Hmm. I'm going to find out they're made by Hoover next. But anyway, you know, you... With a smiley face on the googly eyes. Um, yeah. Yeah. But you'd still say I'm hoovering the floor. Yeah. Even though it's not a Hoover, it's a vacuum cleaner. Yeah. And Hoover's a specific brand. So then Hoover will come at you. That must have been some really mad dream. Somebody sat there going, how am I going to clean this carpet? I'm going to put a vacuum near it. And contain the vacuum in such a way that it creates a was it negative thing and all the dirt gets pulled out. Well done for not saying suck. What kind of mad, just mad caffeinated dream was that? Where did that even how? How did somebody how? I know. Yeah. Because if you're a if you're a if you're a a, a, a scientist type or you you're into the whole sciencey thing. You, it's mandatory when somebody says the vacuum cleaner sucks all the dirt up mm. to go. Actually, vacuum cleaners don't suck. It's not that's not how they work. Um, and and it, it 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 kind of it's never really. I've never really understood it because, literally, you know, they're creating a vacuum 
in order to pull stuff. Anyway, yeah. it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The point is... It's like tiger prawns. Tiger prawns? Carry on. Do they suck dirt off the floor? I don't know. I've never tried. Okay. That'd be an interesting thing to try. Just give them, give them, give them like one of them little... Um, what are they called? Not rodeos. Stamp. Not a stamp. Postbox. No. Kite. No. Tree. No, the little round things that 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 wander around the floor. Well, I mean, if you if you had a floor, uh, scallop. They have cats on them usually. Roomba. Roomba. Roombas. Yeah. Because you, you put, can't fit a cat on a scallop. You could put prawns on them instead. You could. Anyway, the point I was going to make was. We didn't want to get all litigious because we said Thermos and then we used like a different brand or what have you. Or we didn't want somebody else who makes a similar product suing us for saying Thermos when there's other products available. I mean, we're not the BBC. It doesn't really matter. I mean, I can say I prefer Coca-Cola to Pepsi and nobody's really going to care that much. Maybe she was born with it. Maybe it's Mubeline. Mubeline. <laughs> with the cow with the hair. With the cow with the hair. Yeah, by the way, Coca-Cola, if you ever want to give me some free Coke for <laughs> advertising you. I can see that. That was very subtly done. I thought so. I know. I shouldn't anyway, because they're a terrible, terrible company. They do awful, awful things. Um, but then aren't all corpse... Well, I'm sorry. Sorry, don't mean to get all Johnny Silverhand all over our show, but um, you know, no, he's very nice. You've got he's a very lovely boy. Very, very, very nice indeed. Are you planning on climbing him like a tree? I give him half a chance. Yes, I thought you might. Um, but uh, anyway, um, point is genericization of trademarks. You only hoover the floor if you're using a hoover. Uh, you only pass a thermos around if it's actually a thermos. TM. And the biscuits are definitely in the biscuit tin, and that's not genericized. Well, it is genericized. And no Americans, it's not that kind of biscuit. It's no, the other but if kind. there's a company called Biscuit Tin, TM, who make a product called Biscuit Tin, TM, then we would have to think about that sort of thing. Xerox in America, that's another thing. I don't know whether they still do it because I don't know how much, how much photocopying people do these days. But it never really took off here. In Britain, you would always photocopy something. Mm. I've got some. I've got. Can you go and copy these documents? Yeah, no problem. I'll take and copy copy them on the photocopier. No problem at all. In America, you Xerox them. And Xerox, who were a company that made photocopiers, used to get really upset because people used to say Xerox, as a or Google. I mean, that's that's like the classic one. People say um, people say Google something. I thought Xerox was a classic Greek forger. Just made copies of things. Possibly. Mm. Possibly so. It's 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 a paradox. It is. The one with prob the one with the tortoise and the Yeah. That's all I remember about ancient Greece. Tiger prawn. Tiger prawns, Zeno's paradox, and um Pythagoras doing triangles. That's it. What is it with the triangles? Everything, Everything with you is, is triangles. triangles. Those that are sat on the quantum log, just be mindful. <laughs> you might bounce in and out, but normal service will eventually be resumed and you will, you know, next leap will be the one home. It'll be fine. <laughs>
Oh, Jonathan Archer. I know. Don't mix those two shows up. Ah. <sighs>